0: got my head in the clouds feet on the ground i got big dreams yeah we got big dreams here in the genius lab this is toby christensen i'm here in the genius lab where we help you realize your greatness and today's podcast is action is the key <laughs> so it's it's really funny listening to people plan and and dream and and there's nothing wrong with planning and dreaming. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a dreamer myself in a big way. But the thing that I always ask people is okay, so what's your first step? And hardly anyone ever is able to just say any anything. <laughs> They're like, "Well, I'm not really sure blah 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 whatever." So <clears throat> pardon me, I'd like to start with a couple of, of quotes that are that are a couple of my favorites, okay? One's from Stephen Pressfield, and it, he says this, the sure sign of an amateur is that he has a million plans and they all start tomorrow. <laughs> and we know about tomorrow, tomorrow never comes, right? And then uh, Gary V, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, it's easy to dream it but it's harder to execute it. Okay? And the thing that's important is dreams are important. I I I like I said before I'm a big dreamer. I think that it's important to aspire to to some fantastic fantasy that that would make your life amazing. And I've also talked a lot about visualization and how important it is to have a clear vision. So these are all these are all great. However, if you don't take action, nothing will get done. And and the thing I want you to do is, I want you to be successful. I want you to realize your greatness. And the only way way you can realize your greatness is by stepping out and putting yourself to the challenge and realize how good you are, realize how great you are, realize how skilled you are. Okay, because there's a, there's this thing that I work with called the um, uh, the triad of terror and uh, it's uh it's a uh, it's a modification of something that i learned from uh, david martin who's a, uh, an executive coach that i've worked with and um so some we think about this think about like this big plan you have this big dream you have okay and then all of a sudden you hit this wave of resistance then fear insecurity and terror set in <laughs> Okay. This is a really good sign. It means that it's something really important. And the thing that Stephen Pressfield says all the time is resistance is the marker. Resistance is the sign that what you're doing is really important because if it didn't matter, you wouldn't have resistance. So it's cool. So the other thing that happens is the triad of terror, uh, the triad of torment I, I call it It's the triad of torment. I call it the triad of terror sometimes, because when it kicks in, it's terrifying and it completely stops you in the track, in your tracks. Now, there's three aspects of the triad of torment. Okay, the and and it is tormenting. I'll tell you. The first one is lack of self worth. In other words, I'm not I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not skilled enough. i'm not I'm not enough, period and and that's that puts the brakes on any project, okay when you just when you when you just lack the self-worth to feel like you could do it, okay? The number two uh, aspect of this uh, uh, triad, of course, triad means three. Triad of torment is is comparison to others, okay? For example, okay, I'm not as good as you. I'm not as smart as you. I'm not as skilled as you. I'm not as educated as you. I'm not a, I didn't come from a wealthy family like you did. I don't have a mentor like you do, whatever the heck it is. And the third part of the, of, the, of the triad is overwhelm. I'm overwhelmed and I can never accomplish all the things that need to get done to make my life okay. And this last one is the killer. Because that's what, this is the one that there's really like, if you look at the, if you look at the first one, lack of self-esteem, there's, you know, you can go back and you can go, well, I'm, you know, you can find ways of, of building up your self-esteem. Comparison, just knock that shit off. (laughs) You know, just stop doing it because, you know, you don't know what another person's situation is, right? Um, So by comparing, you know, most of the time that's inaccurate and you can, you know, blow that off. But overwhelm is like all in your own freaking head and it will... Put the brakes on like nobody's business because if you can't get it all done, why bother doing anything? And the next thing you know, you're curling up in front of the TV with a bowl of popcorn and the day goes by and the next thing it's been, you know, then it's Friday and you've spent five days in front of the TV and haven't got a damn thing done. (laughs) So, you know, overwhelm is, it is destructive. It is distractive. It is a bunch of trickery that is not it, it prevents you from moving forward. So I, I, the other thing Overwhelm does is it is it it kicks in pan. I've literally seen, I've literally seen people go into panic attacks because they feel so overwhelmed. and and you know, I just can't say enough about how this is is, is disastrous for your mission. So how do so how do we overcome? How do we work with overwhelm? Okay? It's it's it, it's like a giant cement wall in front of your car, right? And you can't go through it. You can't go around it. It immediately impedes your forward movement. It blocks your view. You can't see anything. It's poison. It's toxic. <laughs> Do not succumb to the overwhelm. <laughs> when this force grips you, and it will, okay, here's some pointers on how to get over it. Because it's deadly. It's deadly. Okay, so the first thing overwhelm usually causes, uh, it, 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 the, thing that you're, the thing that often happens is you're trying to take too many steps at one time. Okay, sometimes looking at a whole project at once, you, you're like, shit, there's no possible way I'm going to get through this whole thing. There's no way I'm going to accomplish this. It's way too big. So break your dream down into bite-sized pieces. Okay, let's say you have a dream of, of having a net worth of $10 million and you look at your life and you go, there's no freaking way I'm ever going to do this. It's too too big. It's too much, you know, and, and, and you're thinking, so, you know, maybe I'll win the lottery or inherit my Uncle Joe's, you know, fortune or whatever. Um, but the problem is those things are unlikely to happen and you can sit around dreaming about those doing nothing and then all of a sudden you're 80 years old and you go shit I'm broke and starving and 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 have nothing or you can start investing 10 dollars a week in the stock market and see where it goes okay see how easy it's something super easy like take one meal a day excuse me I'm going to have a little tea I'm drinking the yerba mate today um or or open a savings account and put, you know, 5 bucks every 3 days in you know like pocket money. So this is it's it's a powerful way to break down this big vision into pieces that are that are reasonable, okay? Can you can you pull 10 bucks a week out of your wallet and do something with it that leads you towards growing your money? Yeah, okay. Well, that's not too hard. All of a sudden, there's no panic, and um, and guess what? Uh, pretty soon, <laughs> you're there. So, the other thing, uh, another 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 thing is what I remember when I was um, starting my my practice as a as a as a uh, as a coach and as a teacher. And I had these programs that were really great, and I wanted to do them in exotic places because I wanted to take my work to the next level. And I had done a lot of things in, you know, in the continental United States. I had gone all over the United States for about ten years. I was traveling 300 days a year. Ugh, it was exhausting and really fun. But I decided that I wanted to shift up my model a little bit, and instead of doing, you know, random neighborhood kind of uh, workshops. You know, well, I'll be in Cincinnati, and then I'll be in New York, and then I'll be in Miami, and then I'll be in San Francisco, and then I'll be in L.A., and then I'll be in Wichita or whatever. You know, I just bounced all over the place. And it was fun, and it was awesome, and I met a lot of really cool people. But what I wanted to do was take it to an epic proportion. And so when I was uh, I'm visiting a really good friend of mine, Kirk Vandenberg, um I was visiting Kirk and Sandy uh, on Kauai. I was asked to speak at a conference called the uh, Kauai Wellness Expo. And... Um, I'm like, holy crap, this is so cool. And then I met this guy named Francesco. And Francesco had uh, some acreage up in the Kahuna Valley. And he said, well, hey, why don't you utilize my place for some of your workshops and we'll work something out. And he worked out a very nice deal for me to be able to afford to do workshops on Kauai. And so we went to the next step. Bottom line is I've had a lot of people come to me and say, you know, I want to do workshops on Kauai, or I want to do workshops in exotic locations, and so they book this really expensive, um, this really expensive retreat center. <clears throat> they know they need to have you know 35 people there to break even, and then the event's coming up, and they're like, "crap, I have three people signed up." You know, it's disastrous. So, so you do it this way: you go to an event and start meeting people. When I I went to the Kauai Wellness Expo, I spoke, I developed a community there. I went back the next year and was asked to speak again. And I did three years in a row. And then in the meantime, when Kirk and Sandy would go, um, uh, when they would go back to the mainland during the summer, I would rent their house and live in Hawaii for three months. So what I did was I got to know people. And I, got, I made my connections. And after about three years, I was ready to do workshops on Kauai. I had all the resources that I needed, and it was really easy to fill them. So think about this. When you get overwhelmed, if I would have looked at like having to book 30 people at a workshop and uh, in order to break even, it, it, I would have had a freaking heart attack. But once I made the contacts, and once I once I had the place, once I had the house, once I had you know it it all just fell together. So build it a piece at a time. If you want to be a teacher and do exotic uh, retreats, where do you want to go? What do you need in order to manifest that? Um, How are you going to get the people there? Is it easy to get there? You know, now with this whole COVID thing, man, some countries aren't even allowing people from the United States to come in. So, you know, how are you going to deal with that? So the point is overwhelm is terrifying until you start to break it down. So my recommendation, as you build your dream, as you realize your greatness, as you step into who you are, um, take it in baby steps. Nothing is going to happen immediately. Okay. Um, nothing is going to happen instantaneously. Nothing is going to happen until you take action and do something. The action can become overwhelming. So take it in baby steps. What are the, when you, let's just say, let's just say you want to start a podcast. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, so you want to start a podcast. So, what's your message? Why? What's your mission? Why are you doing it? Okay, then you're going to need a you're going to need a platform. Okay, I I record mine on Podbean, and it works really well. And I'm on all the you know Apple Apple Music and, and Pandora and and uh, iHeartRadio and and all of those. And uh, but it took time. Took time to build up. Took time to apply. Took time to to get it out there. And then and then what are you going to talk about? Are you going to do an interview type podcast, or are you going to do like me, where you just kind of you 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 bring up subject matter that is relevant to what your mission and what your statement is, uh, what your purpose is. And uh, so figure it out and start break it down into pieces, and then start taking action on little pieces. How are you going to record it? What are you going to use? I happen to own a recording studio, so it's really easy for me. I pop a mic in, throw on Pro Tools, boom, it's ready to go. Um, Not everybody is so fortunate. so But there's a ton, a ton of really easy ways to do podcasts. So if you've got any questions about this, You know, I want to help you realize your greatness. I want you to come in to be the biggest, most wonderful person you can possibly be and have all your dreams come true. So if I can help you with this, if I can help you take your dream and break it into pieces, I want to do that. And I want to have you encouraged. I want to have you enthusiastic. And I want to have you looking up and moving in the direction of your dreams.